Welcome to Health Club with Julia. I'm your host, health coach, and registered dietitian, Julia Campagna. I'm on a mission to bridge the gap between looking your best and living your life to the fullest. After years of over-dieting, struggling with disordered eating, and destroying my social life, I finally found how to reach my dream physique without sacrificing the things I love. Now I'm sharing all my strategies and education with you. We'll be talking all things health, including hormones, metabolism, and lifestyle to help you cut out the confusion and start living. So get cozy and join the club. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. We are on episode 10 of the Health Club with Julia podcast. I'm so excited that you are here. Today's topic, I think, is a good one. I, I think it's going to be challenging for, for some of you guys. So I, I want to talk today about qualifiers for fat loss. Are you ready to go into a fat loss phase? Yes or no? Everybody and their mother wants to go in a fat loss phase right away, right? We all want to lose weight. We all want to lose body fat. We all want to like tone up, feel lean, feel good. But here's my take. You have to earn it. You have to earn the right to go into a fat loss phase. So is it a good idea for you to go into a fat loss phase? Are you ready for a fat loss phase? We are going to cover all of these topics on today's episode and really challenge you on thinking about where you're currently at and if you should or should not go into a fat loss phase right away. I will say not everybody can jump right into a fat loss phase. Even if that is your goal, not everybody can do that. And so we have to look into things like what is your diet history like? When was the last time you dieted, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of things that go into fat loss qualifiers and if you're actually ready for one or not. But again, my take is that you have to earn it and you you might not be able to jump right into it. And so I want, I want to give an example. Let's talk about this for a second before I go into like, I'm going to go through a checklist and see how much you check off to see if you're ready. But before we get into that, I'm going to give you an example. Let's say, this is what I mean by you have to earn it. Let's say, for example, you are eating 1,400 calories a day. Great. If you went wanted to go into a fat loss right away from that intake, you would have to drop super, super low. You would be eating virtually nothing and or you would have to do a lot more exercise to continue to see fat loss. If I put somebody on a fat loss phase from 1,400 calories, if that was like where they're currently at and they're not losing weight and they wanted to start losing weight, first and foremost, your first drop in calories, you'd be down to like 1,200, 1,100 calories to start. That is not a lot. That also starts to creep into, you know, your internal functioning and your metabolism and all of these things internally going on in your body that could be at risk, which we don't want to do. But that would be your first drop, which means after that, you would have to drop even more to continue to see fat loss. And so you'd be eating like 800, 700 calories, which is not healthy. And I would never do that to somebody. Or you would have to increase your activity. So Let's say you're at 1,400 calories and you are also doing four days of cardio. If you didn't want to drop your calories, you then have to increase like the cardio that you're doing. So you'd be doing five days, six days, seven days of cardio, sometimes even two a days to continue to see fat loss. And that's just, it's just not healthy. And so that is my point with you have to earn it. You, you can't always just jump right into a fat loss phase. So what I want to do with this episode is kind of go through a checklist with you. And I have this on hand. I made like a little quiz out of this. So that's kind of what I'm going to be referencing. And if you want to take the quiz for yourself and see where you're at, what your answers are for each of these, 
by all means, DM me fat loss quiz on Instagram and I will send you over the quiz. It's free. I just, you can just use it to see, are you ready or are you not ready for fat loss? So that's what we're, we're going to use for this. It's, let's go through a checklist. So there's a couple things that we want to think about before going into a fat loss phase. So number one, when was the last time you attempted to diet? Was it recently? Like, was it within the last month? Were you starting to go into a diet? Was it three months ago? Was it a year plus ago? This will determine if you're ready for one or not. If you have been attempting to go into a diet over the last like month or so, you might want to dial that back because we don't want to be in a deficit forever. You cannot be in a deficit forever. And so if your last diet was a month ago and then you got out of the diet, now you want to start another one, maybe you need to spend more time outside of a deficit before attempting another one. So where are you in terms of how long ago you attempted to diet? If it was short, maybe spend some time out of a diet. If it was a long time ago, maybe you're more ready for a diet now. Question number two, are you hungry at your current intake? Are you starving? Are you like, eh, sometimes I'm hungry, sometimes I'm like fine? Are you feeling really good where you're never really at that really hungry place? With the current intake that you are on, how hungry are you? Now, disclaimer, if you are in a deficit, if you're going into a fat loss phase, more than likely at some point you are going to get hungry because you are going into a deficit. So if you're used to eating 2,000 calories and then you're in a deficit, let's say at 1,700 calories, maybe a little bit less than that, you're going to feel hungry on that because your body is used to having more food. So disclaimer, yes, if you are going in a strategic deficit at some point, you will feel hungry. But if you are ravenous, if you are so, so hungry all the time and you just like want to keep eating food, but you're not allowing yourself to do that, maybe your intake is too low for you. Maybe you'd be better off increasing your intake so that you are not starving all the time and you can actually stick to the deficit. Because I find when you're super, super hungry all the time, you're more likely to not be able to stick to that deficit. And so therefore, the progress that you make is going to be not as easy because you're probably going to be going off the rails, whether that's all weekend or like every other day. At some point, you're just you're, it's not going to be sustainable for you. It's not going to be something that you can stick to if you're hungry constantly all the time it's going to be harder for you to actually stick to it and be consistent with your deficit macros. So where are you currently at with your intake? Are you starving? Doing okay? Feeling really good? If you're starving, maybe you need to take yourself out of a deficit and start to eat a little bit more, get your body a little bit in a more comfy place first. If you're feeling really good, then maybe you can go into a deficit, which this kind of then ties into question number three, If you are currently tracking macros, what is your current intake? So this goes back to my example that I gave, but, you know, also if you're not tracking, you can also kind of guesstimate this, like how many meals are you having? What is your average right now? If if you're not tracking, what do you think that you're having? That could be a little bit skewed because some people think that they are eating like 2000 calories when in reality, they are actually eating like 1400. It's crazy the amount of people that come into like my program and start coaching with me. And they're like, okay, I'm ready for a deficit. I want to lose weight. And then they're like, yeah, I'm eating so much. I feel so full. And then I look at their diet history and we kind of do a baseline week and they're actually eating like 1300 calories. And I'm like, girl, you're full on this because your body is adapted to this intake, but you are not eating a lot. So that one's a little bit skewed. If you're guesstimating, I would maybe just like track for like three days, kind of see where you're at. But 
where are you currently at with your intake? If you're at like 1,600 calories or less, you do not want to jump right into a fat loss phase with that. That goes back to my example that I already gave and the reasons why, so I don't have to go into that too much in detail right now because I, I kind of already discussed that. But yeah, if you're 1,600 or below, don't just jump right into a deficit from there. If you're like 1,700 to 2,000, you might be in a good place. This is going to be a little bit dependent on other factors for you. So if you're right in that in-between, I would still probably say like 17 to 1,900 calories. You might want to increase that a little bit more just to be in a more optimal place for more efficient fat loss. But this this is dependent on the person. If you're like 2,000 plus calories and you're feeling really good and you're hitting that consistently, you're more likely to be okay to go into a fat loss phase right away because you're already at a pretty good intake. So check in with your intake, guesstimate if you don't track macros, but if you are, where are you at? What have you been tracking the last few weeks, months? And see, are you at a good place to go into a fat loss phase or do we need to do some work first? The next question I have is, what is your current workout routine? Are you super consistent with your workout routine? Are you doing, you know, some lifting and then like four plus days of cardio? Are you doing lifting and doing no cardio? Where are you at with that? Because if your goal is fat loss, but let's say you're really not consistent with training, maybe training is the issue and maybe you can still stay on the intake that you're in, especially if it's high and just work on your workout routine and being consistent with that and you might see some fat loss. So you want to be really consistent with your workout routine as well because that plays a role in your deficit. So if sometimes you're going to the gym two times a week, sometimes you're going to the gym five times a week and it's just kind of all over the place, you don't really have a routine, you're doing cardio whenever you feel like it, we got to dial that in a little bit so that we can see what the body is adapted to and, and what's going on training wise because your training will progress as your deficit progresses as well. So if your training is all over the place, it's really hard to progress with your training within your deficit if you don't have a starting place. So number one, you want to get consistent with your training routine. If you're doing like four plus days of cardio right now and you're looking to go into a deficit, you got to cut back on training. Again, this kind of goes into the example that I gave at the start of this episode But if you want to go into a deficit and you're already doing four, five, six days of cardio, you will have to end up doing more cardio, two days of cardio, and it will get unsustainable. It will be really, really not fun for you. And so you might want to dial that back a little bit first and work on other areas before you you go into a deficit. So working on that back end. If, though, for example, you are consistently lifting, you have a solid routine, you are doing what you need to be doing, you know, week after week and and being really consistent with that. And you're really not doing that much cardio. Maybe you're in a better place because you can use cardio then to get you more into a deficit without burnout, without overtraining. So then you're probably in a better place with, with that if your workout routine is pretty consistent with minimal cardio. Next question to think about is what best describes your energy levels? Are you tired all the time? Do you wake up sluggish? Are you sluggish throughout the day? Do you just wait for bedtime? Is it something that you look forward to? Are you just having kind of like a midday crash? Is it like you wake up good, but then you're crashing? Do you wake up fine and you're fine throughout the whole day and you're energized all day? What are your energy levels like? If you are tired 24-7, you wake up sluggish, you go to bed feeling sluggish, 
there's probably something deeper going on. You're probably chronically dieting without even knowing it. And so you definitely don't want to go into a deficit because being in a deficit does make you more tired because you're ingesting less energy from calories, which means you're going to be feeling less energized. So if you're already tired all the time, do not try to just jump into a deficit. It will be a lot harder to feel energized and have energy throughout the day. If you wake up energized and you feel energized all day, you go to bed feeling energized, like you are pretty good all day long, then maybe you are in a better place for deficit and you might not really need to do back-end work with energy. So you might be okay with that. The next question, what is your relationship with food like? Are you somebody that always thinks about food constantly? Like, when are you going to eat food next? What time are you going to eat food? What meal are you going to have? Is Does food kind of consume all of your thoughts and mindsets? Or are you good for the most part? Sometimes you restrict, sometimes you bid. You're kind of like right in the middle with like good, bad relationship with food. Or number three, are you pretty balanced? You don't really restrict. You don't feel guilty. You don't go overboard. You don't binge. You're just kind of like neutral with your relationship with food. And this one's important because a deficit can impact your relationship with food. In a deficit, you are eating less. You are to a certain degree restricting food. So if you have a terrible relationship with food going into it, it can only exacerbate that if you go into a deficit right away. You want to be in a place where you have a pretty good relationship with food. Your thoughts are not always consumed around food. You don't feel guilty. You're not binging. You're not severely restricting because a deficit can definitely impact the the mindset towards food and that relationship with food. And you definitely don't want to mess with that because that is something that can be hard to come out of. So you want to make sure that you have a solid relationship with food first before going into a deficit. That way you're at a good headspace mindset around food when you start. Another question to think about is what is your quality of sleep? So are you somebody that you're getting like five hours max, you're tossing and turning all night, you have trouble falling asleep, your quality is shit. What is kind of going on with sleep? Are you or, you know, are you sleeping like five to seven hours? Some days it's okay. Some days it's not. Are you sleeping seven and a half plus hours where you wake up feeling super refreshed? What is your quality of sleep? Because a deficit can also impact your sleep. And so if you are already having terrible sleep, not only is that going to make the deficit harder because that affects your hunger hormones. So you're more likely to eat more, have more comfort foods, go over your deficit macros it affects your energy, it can affect your hormones. So if you're having poor sleep already and it's affecting your body in all those ways and then you add a deficit which can also impact all of those things, it's like a double whammy and you're just kind of piling on the the issues that will eventually arise within your deficit. So you want to make sure that you are sleeping well. That can also be an indicator that something is off inside the body If you don't have great sleep, that could be a sign of irregular hormones or imbalanced hormones or something else deeper going on. Maybe you have thyroid problems. Maybe your cortisol is off. So if there's something going on internally as well, you definitely don't want to go into a deficit because the more unsafe you make your body feel, the worse those symptoms can get and you're not taking care of your internal health. So if you already have a lack of sleep or poor quality sleep, not only will that make the deficit harder, but you also might be putting your body at risk and you don't want to do that in a deficit either or any time for that matter. And then another really important question to ask yourself is what is your life like? Do you have a lot of things going on in your life? 
Do you have a lot of trips coming up? Are you starting a new job soon? Are you moving soon? Did you just recently go through a breakup and you're super stressed? What is going on in your life? To be in a deficit, you do have to make some sacrifices. You do have to say no to things. For example, if you have a ton of vacations or trips coming up, you might not want to be in a deficit right now because it's going to be a lot harder. Number one, stay quote unquote on track with your deficit macros. Number two, you're probably not going to be as in control of what you're eating and stuff while you're away. And number three, it might just make the trip less enjoyable. Same thing with other things. If you have a lot of stressors going on, new job, moving, graduating, had a breakup, whatever stressors are going on in your life, if you're super stressed, it's also going to make the deficit a lot harder. It's going to impact your body and the way that you are able to lose weight as well. You might not lose weight as efficiently if you're super stressed. So if you have a lot of things going on and you know that you cannot fully commit to a deficit, then maybe now is not the right time. And maybe you have to wait until a couple weeks into your new job, until you move, until your trips are over. So what is going on in your life? Look at it from a busyness standpoint. Do you have, like I said, a lot of vacations or something coming up? Also from a stress standpoint, are you just overwhelmed with a lot of things going on? Then maybe now is not the right time and maybe you have to wait a little bit for when that stress kind of comes down for you to say, okay, now I am ready to be in a deficit. So these are all great questions to ask yourself. And if you were on the low end of any of those things in that in that checklist of those questions, it's probably not the time for you to be in a deficit. And then my suggestion here would be maybe go into a reverse diet, get your intake up. If your sleep is off, if you do a lot of cardio right now, if your intake is super low, if you just were in a deficit, A month ago, if you have a lot of things coming up, a lot of stressors in your life, your body would not necessarily benefit from a deficit and you would probably struggle with losing the weight, losing the body fat that you want at least more efficiently. So it would probably take you a lot longer to lose that weight and you would probably suffer a little bit more through that process than if you waited and kind of did the back end work first. So You'd probably benefit from a reverse diet, getting your intake up, getting out of a deficit, waiting until a lot of those things going on in your life kind of subside to be in a more optimal place. And then you'll find that going into a fat loss phase, once you're in a more optimal place, both body-wise, function-wise, and life-wise, it would make the deficit, one, more enjoyable, two, more efficient, and you'll probably have more success with it. So if you're on the low end of all those questions, if you have a lot of things going on, maybe do the back end work first, reverse get your intake up, and then when you are more ready, go into a deficit. If you're kind of in that in-between stage where like some of the answers were iffy and you were like, okay, I, you know, my sleep isn't that bad. I don't have the best sleep, but it's not that bad. My intake is, you know, in the middle, it's it's like 1800. It's not super high, not super low. If you're like in between on those answers, You can maybe start a fat loss phase, but it also might not be the best time for you. You might want to do a mini reverse, get your intake up a little bit more, kind of get your body to a little bit more optimal place. That reverse diet process would probably be shorter for you and then head into fat loss. But if you're in that kind of like yellow zone, this is where it comes down to the person and more specific. So if you're like iffy and you don't know and you're kind of in this limbo place, DM me on Instagram and we can kind of talk about that and I can give my two cents on, you know, what I think is more beneficial for you. But you're kind of in this gray area, this yellow zone. 
it could go either way. But if you feel like your gut is telling you more so, like it might be beneficial not to go into fat loss, maybe do a minute reverse, then go into fat loss. If you're like, no, I know I can handle it, then you might be ready. But it's kind of like a gray area if you're kind of answering more questions like that. And if you are mostly on that higher end of all the questions, if you were like, I haven't dieted in a really long time. My intake is super high right now. I have the best sleep of my life. I don't have anything coming up. I'm not really stressed. You are probably ready for fat loss. You are probably going to see a lot of success with it. You'll probably be more efficient with fat loss. You'll probably enjoy the process a bit more, and you're probably more so ready for starting a cut, going into a deficit right now where you're at. So all in all, remember that not everybody can jump right into a fat loss phase. You kind of have to earn your right to be in a fat loss phase. And this checklist that I kind of went over today can kind of give you a rough idea of where you're at in terms of are you ready or are you not ready? And then you can make decisions based off of that. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. I hope that you kind of understand a little bit more about where you're at personally and what action you need to take based on your fat loss goals. And if you have any more questions, if you're still confused, if you're like, I really want to lose fat, but I don't know if I'm ready for that, let's talk about it. DM me over on Instagram. You can DM me the word fat loss or just let me know that you listen to this podcast and you have more questions on it and we can talk about specifics for you. But hopefully you were able to take some things away from this episode and make accurate decisions based on where you think you're at right now in terms of your fat loss goals. As always, if you need anything else from me, feel free to DM me. I am open for all questions, all needs, all anything that you guys have in mind. Feel free to let me know. And that concludes this episode. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Health Club with Julia podcast. If you love the episode, share the podcast and tag me and subscribe so you don't miss any further episodes. If you have any questions, feel free to send me a DM. Thanks for being a part of the club. See you next time.